0: Good afternoon, you're listening to K-Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590. It is time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin.
1: Good afternoon, happy July
0: 6th. Is it the 6th? It (laughs) is the 6th already, yeah. It uh, came up quick on us. It did,
1: and uh, great. I hope everybody had a great weekend, nice and safe, and enjoyed the... The crazy thunderstorms and the beautiful <laughs> sunshine on Sunday. and
0: how- it, was, it was wild. It was wild, it but was awesome. Wild, but all went off. Beautiful fireworks show. Incredible. I, I am giving two thumbs up to the new company. Oh, I didn't know there was a new company. Yeah, a new so, company doing Bravo. them this year. And I thought it was refreshed and exciting and fun yeah and i love their usa and then, yeah that was cool and then god for god bless america depending on where you were sitting some people saw dog others saw god What <laughs> <laughs> side funny. of the fireworks you, they can't please everybody on something yeah, like wow. that but um yeah really cool i thought so too so
1: so you know good good time to say a little gratitude have a little gratitude for our independence good that we're all free to to enjoy how we like. So today on The Bright Side, we're talking about cultivating personal drive. And this is actually based on a um, a note I got from one of our listeners in Flagstaff, Arizona. Wow. And she wanted to know about drive. And the question had come up in one of her conversations, can you teach drive? Um, and, you know, often we're trying to figure out how to teach drive to others, <laughs> try to motivate other people. And, like our kids? Um, right, like our kids. <laughs> And also and then but her point was like I'm I'm actually really more curious about like how to develop drive personally and how to how to motivate and and she kinda put clunked it together as like motivation, energy, and drive. So as a general cultivating that as a general state of mind. So I got to thinking about this and you know, first I thought, okay, well here's some tips for driving drive, right? And then I thought, well, I don't know if that's really what I'm thinking about and so then I decided to look up the uh, Latin roots for motivate because I wanted to see, you know, where does this term motivate come from? And are we even talking about it in the way it was intended to be talked about? Good and question. so um, it turns out, and this is with just some search engine research, so not, you know, years of research, but motivate comes from the word, the Latin root, motar, which is to shake or to stir. So what shakes or stirs us into action? That's where motivate comes from. And can we be taught to motivate ourselves is the question. And I would say that um, this kind of goes back to the show I did a while back on where we talked about when you want things to be different than they are, um, but they aren't different, then it's likely that there's some things getting in your way. Either you're afraid, you're lazy, or you really don't want something to be different. So Jen's giggling. She's she's heard this before.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out which one of the three it is.
1: <laughs> right, so sometimes it takes a while to figure it out, but... um. But sometimes we look at other people and we think like, oh, they lack drive or we criticize ourselves for not being driven enough. Like I should be doing more. I should push through. I should, you know, I should be further along. You know, maybe I'm just not driven enough. And the assumption with that is that when we're, when we're being driven or when we have drive that we're growing or changing something. Right. So oftentimes we think like when I hear people talk about, well, how can I be more driven or how can I have more drive or how can I be more motivated? Um, or how can I motivate someone else? It's, it's really trying to get them to change something, right. To shake or stir them into action, uh, based on this Latin root, (laughs) don't shake them. That's not legal or good. (laughs) But, um, but so what if I just started thinking like, what if, you're driven to maintain the status quo. Like what if your drive is all about keeping things exactly the way they are?
0: I would say you're a lucky person in some ways because wouldn't that mean that things are pretty good or at least in your mind or Yeah, well, it could, a level of right?
1: It could. It definitely could, and it could also mean that you're afraid to change things because you feel safe in what you know even if what you know is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that that happens. I mean, why do you think people stay in jobs for yeah, 20 yeah. years that they hate? It's like, I hate this job. Why are you staying there? Well, it's because the, you know, the evil that I know is safer than the evil that I don't know or True. <laughs> There's some quote like that. Yep. But uh but yeah, so it's um So you have to be thinking about like what really shakes or stirs me into action. If you're trying to drive yourself, you're trying to motivate yourself, the first thing you need to do is look at what shakes or stirs you. And based on my experience and work, I would say what generally shakes or stirs my clients or the people that I work with or me is my values, what I value. And I say that because our morally valued character strengths really trigger emotional responses, which, which often lead to action. So we often have a thought, it triggers an emotional response, positive or negative, that leads to a behavioral response, which results in something, right? Results in either a change or not a change or something. So, um, so you want to think about like, what are my values? If you don't know your values or if you think you're like, I used to be saying like, of course I know my values. And then when someone asked me what they were, I couldn't articulate them, um, take the via assessment. It's free. It's online. It's, um, you can find it at the UPenn website for positive psychology. Um, you can go to authentichappiness.com and it'll redirect you to the site, or you can go to viame.org uh, and it'll take you to a site. Either way, you can take the assessment for free and it'll show up with your top 24 or the top 24 morally valued character strengths. And, it will rank order them for you. Mm -hmm. So it'll help you put some language around it. And this um, is a rigorous body of research. It was a longitudinal study. So it's not just something some guy made up and wrote in a book. It's, you know, there's a ton of research behind it. So you can feel comfortable in in taking that and knowing that there's been a lot of work done um, to come up with those 24 morally valued character strengths. Uh, and find out like what really moves you, what, what is important to you. For me, hope and optimism is a huge value. And that moves me when I can get hopeful about something or optimistic about where we're going to end up. That moves me to action. That moves me to being positive. It moves me to asking for what I need. Um, it makes me hopeful that things can work out the right way, which saves me from kind of spiraling down into that, you know, swirl of negativity and that's really helpful. It motivates me for other people. Uh, it could be something like prudence, which motivates them. You know, they are very much motivated to stay safe and to be conscientious about how they do things. So it motivates them to, you know, double check things and do the research and be deliberative about their choices. And so you need to know what motivates you. And then if you want to start performing, at a higher level, if you're feeling like, oh, you know, I could really be pushing myself a little harder here. Um, look at your intention for wanting that, because when we look at our intention, like why do we want to perform at a higher level? Oftentimes it's not the actual thing, the performance or the result of the performance that we want. It's the feeling state that we get from having performed. So when you think about, um, having more money. Like I just, I want to be driven so I can make more money be more financially successful. Well, ask yourself, like, why do I want that? You know, there's a couple things that come up over and over around that one is security. Mm -hmm. Well, if I have money in the bank, I feel safe. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what you really want is to feel safe, Mm -hmm. right? It's not necessarily about the money. It's about feeling safe. Mm -hmm. Um, so that can come in different ways. You know, it could come from, changing your expenses. It could come from having a house paid off. It could come from, you know, being in a situation where you have a backup plan, a lot of ways to feel safe. Um, a lot of people want love for, um, the feeling of acceptance or belonging or, uh, self-worth can come along with love. Um, also love is a positive emotion. So it feels good to love and be loved. Yeah. I'll, many people you think about when you wanted a promotion like I just so desperately want that promotion. I just so desperately want to be you know at, in the next position or have a bigger title. And this can sometimes equate to the feeling of success or pride in your work. And so um, so think about understand your intention for wanting to drive yourself or your intention for trying to develop your motivation. and then ask yourself the simple question, okay, if security is what I want, What could I do to feel safe and secure now before I have all that money in the bank? You know, what, what changes could I make in my life to feel successful and proud of myself now versus waiting for the thing to happen for you (laughs) to then feel that. So, and that helps understand kind of what's, what will push you towards that Yeah. The other thing is you can think about like how, what is it going to look like in the future? You kind of get a vision of the future and say, oh, wow, like that sounds really good. Like I want to work towards that. That feels good, Mm -hmm. you know? So think about what moves you and figure out what are, what are your values? What is in there? What really drives you, shakes and stirs you into action? And this is the way they talked about it was it's not something that just kind of prompts you to move, but it's more of a whole body experience, right? It's all over shaking and stirring into action, not just, you know, movement. Um, then notice if you have roadblocks. So some roadblocks, common roadblocks are fear. Right. Sometimes we don't even know what the fear is. We're just making all these excuses for, well, you know, it's not really the right timing or it's not really safe to do that or it's uncertain or, you know, all these different things. And often that's just a fear hiding. You know, it's just a wolf hiding in sheep's clothing. And so if you can really lean into it and ask yourself, like, what would be at risk for me? If I, if I did that, or if I didn't do that and shine a light on it, um, it brings fear out of the closet, you know, fear loves to hide in the dark where it can't quite be seen. It can only be felt. And, you know, if you shine a light on it and you, and you look at it and say like, Oh, that's what I'm afraid of. Oh, that seems kind of silly. Often comes up for people like, well, that's ridiculous. That's not really going to happen. But subconsciously you're, you're feeling like, Ooh, that could happen. Right. And that can be a roadblock. Shame is another roadblock. You feel shameful about something. And so, you you know, you keep it in, you don't tell anybody and that's where it grows. So you find someone safe to share it with who is going to be supportive and you get it out of the closet, You shine a little light on it. And then, you know, then it has a lot less power over you. Yeah. So it's like lowering the roadblocks. So um, thinking about that, and just as a side note, for those of you who are, um, who've, are working through any kind of shame issues or what have you, uh, Brene Brown is a great body of work. She's a, an author and a speaker um, who's a sociologist that studied uh, shame and vulnerability, and she actually has written some fantastic books and has some great TED Talks. One, um, one book is called Daring Greatly. The other is called The Art of Imperfection. She has another one called I Thought It Was Just Me. <laughs> but it isn't, you know, so, um, so that's a great place to start if you are dealing with some of that and you want to, you want to get some more resources to support yourself. Then you want to get clear on your intention for change. You know, what will be different? How will you feel when it's different and really understand why do I want things to be different? Because at this moment, sometimes you, this is where you come up against what we talked about in that previous show, which is, oh, I actually don't want things to be different. Right? Yeah. Like my mom wants things to be different for me, or my husband wants things to be different for me, or my best friend thinks things could be better for me than they are. And so, in all their love and infinite wisdom, you know, I've taken on what they think I should do, and really, I don't want to do it. And that's why there's no drive to do it. Yeah. Right? So, if there is no drive, there's usually a reason. And so, it's important to dig into that and really understand it. And then, um, and then start to. Become more decisive. Like this is being decisive is a great creative leadership practice. Whether you're a leader in your own life or you're a leader of, you know, 60 people, um, you can live forever in that mode of indecisiveness and hemming and hawing and deliberating and, and really um, being able to get to a place where you can make a choice, uh, move towards what you want or realize that, you know what, you're actually satisfied exactly where you are right? It's okay to be where you are. And that's why there's not a whole bunch of drive. And maybe it's external circumstances that are making you feel like you should be doing something different or bigger or more exciting. Um, when really you are incredibly happy where you are Mm -hmm. to your point, Jen. So, um, so find out what's going on for yourself in terms of, of this and really work on that decisiveness. Here's the deal. If you make a bad decision, it's better than making no decision. And this is actually a tip that my uh, a friend of mine when I was growing up, uh, Jason Heidek, told me when I was learning to drive. He said, you know, if you're going through an intersection, sometimes it's better to make a bad decision than no decision. Because if you're kind of like, maybe no, yes, no, yes, like that's often when there's accidents because people can't tell what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm not encouraging you to run any red lights or anything,
0: but... <laughs> Make uh, like those bad decisions,
1: right? But I mean, it's sometimes it's important to just make a decision and move yeah. forward. Because here's the here is the secret, guys. You can change your mind if you make a decision. You get two weeks into it, and suddenly you're like, "Whoa, wrong choice." You can go back. You're Sure, there's going to be some consequences. Absolutely. You know, there may be. Sometimes they're financial, sometimes they're, you know, you miss an opportunity, but you're never stuck with anything. You can always change your mind. Yeah. Right. So, um, so try to get, become work on developing your decisiveness and then audit your desire. This is, you know, going back to this last point that we just made is, is it your desire or is it someone else's? Mm -hmm. Right. This is really important to understand. If you're lacking drive, ask yourself, is this really my desire? is it mine? And if it's not mine, whose is it? And sometimes you'll say, well, everybody thinks I should do that. Okay. Write their names down. If you can get six, you call me, right? I've never been able to get more than three when I've said, oh, well, everyone thinks I should do this. Yeah. I've never gotten more than three. Everybody thinks I'm a big, you know, I'm a big dork. Everyone thinks I'm a loser, you know? Okay. Who? Oh, okay. Well, this one guy in junior high, Like, all right, do you ever see him anymore? No. (laughs) So why are you letting him influence you, right? So, I mean, it's funny the things you hear from people. So if you, you know, do you need to change or don't you? And if you're satisfied with where you are, practice settling into the present moment and practice being grateful and accepting exactly where you are. Because it's easy to keep moving. And sometimes it's even a defense mechanism where people, it's like, I just have to keep busy and keep striving and keep doing. And if I just keep doing, then I won't have to feel this thing that I'm trying to avoid feeling. Yep. Right. And, and that's why I think that we have such a hard time being still. And that's why we glorify the busy because it's like, as long as I stay so, so busy, I don't have to feel what's really happening underneath the surface. And here's the other secret is that oftentimes just allowing yourself to fully embrace and feel that negative emotion that you're trying to avoid helps it to dissipate. It's amazing. I mean, that has definitely worked for me before. And the more that we try to mute our feelings for, you know, our our negative feelings, the stuff we don't want to feel, the less we're able to experience joy. You can't mute negative emotions without muting positive emotions. So if you're staying busy or trying to change or trying to motivate yourself for something, just notice if you're trying to avoid something else. Because you might be. Now, if uh, if it does turn out at the end of the show, you've listened to all this, you've audited it, you really want something to be different, and you really... Uh, And it really is your idea and nobody else's and you're not doing it, then you might just be lazy and you might need to paint a better picture of what things will be different and how you'll feel differently and start dwelling in the vision of what it will be like when it's different to inspire yourself. And if that still doesn't work, like you might need a new vision because clearly if it can't stir and shake you into action, then you probably don't want it as much as you think you do.
0: Exactly.
1: So there's that. Uh, cultivating personal drive. Can you teach yourself or others? I think we're all driven to start with and some of us are just driven for different things and we've gotten hung up on this idea that driving is changing, moving forward growth all the time and really being driven could be being driven to be exactly where you are and to keep it that way. So lots to explore, no right or wrong answers here. Just a really interesting topic. And I thank you to our listener from Flagstaff for, um, for floating it. And I encourage any of you that are listening, if you have a question, send us a, a private message on our Facebook page uh, with what you want us to talk about, and we'll address it on a show. Fantastic. Yeah. So this is Alexis Robin, local life coach and executive coach for P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. If you're interested in finding out more about our company and all the cool things we do and organizations, you can check us out at p com. That's P is in Paul, L-I-N-K, CoachingCenter.com. Or look at look us up on Facebook on the Positivity link. Awesome.
0: So, yeah. So thanks, Jen. You're welcome. What a way to start a Monday. get driven july (laughs) this is second half of the year
1: are you ready are you going for it i know how many days till
0: christmas (laughs) oh gosh i don't know hundred and something (laughs) i know we're funny we're already talking ski report here are you really well it's only like four weeks away or four weeks four months away it's going to be a good one this year i hope so fingers crossed i (laughs) hope so we'll see all the all the indian folk folklore and legend and this that and the other says we're going to have a great winter
1: Okay, then. I'm all for that.
0: Okay. There's my hope and optimism. There you go. We're stirring me to move. Always (laughs) thinking ahead here on K-Tahoe. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being with us. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Sounds great. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K-Tahoe.